0: The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them up to the Lord. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened. Ask, and it will be given unto you. Yours is a spirit of inquiry. The liturgy, music, and homily are offered this day for our gathered congregation here in Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM and for our internet listenership around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of ministry in our midst. And as the spirit moves, come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. On this first Sunday, we gather for word and table. The table is open to all who come in faith. We commend to you the invitations of Marsh Chapel to membership and to stewardship to fellowship and to discipleship. Seek and ye shall find, knock and the door will be opened, ask and it shall be given to you. Yours, Marsh Chapel, is a spirit of inquiry. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God. we pray together. Grant us, O Lord, to trust in you with all our hearts, for as you always resist the proud who confide in their own strength, so you never forsake those who make their boast of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated.
1: Paul's epistle to the Romans, chapter 13, verses 8 through 14. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you.
2: I invite you to join me in reading verses from Psalm 149 with the Antiphon. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing, making melody to him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people, he adorns the humble with victory. Let the faithful exalt in glory. Let them sing for joy on their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their hearts, and two-edged swords in their hands, to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with fetters and their nobles with chains of iron, to execute them the judgment decreed. This is the glory of his faithful ones. Praise the Lord. Now, I invite you to stand as you are able for the singing of the Gloria and the reading of the Gospel.
3: Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, chapter 18, verses 15 through 20. Glory to you, O Lord. If another member of the church sins against you, go out and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord. Christ.
0: <clears throat> Symphonos pragmata ecclesia. The strange Greek words of this beautiful marvelous gospel reading. The musicians identify with symphonosin, agreement. The philosophers with pragmata, pragmatic, matters. And we all can, particularly the clergy, connect with ecclesia, ecclesiastical. Welcome to Marsh Chapel. Today This heart in the heart of the city and this service in the service of the city are lifted by God's grace and your leadership to focus on the expanding voice of the chapel and the development of a culture of vocation and call and the fanning of the flames of involvement in faithful communal Living. You will get to know over time the leadership here in invitation, the ushers in the back of the room. And in compassion, our global engagement and in uh, ministry and involvement with discernment among students and others, and our aspirational height in liturgy and particularly in music. For Mars Chapel to be a, if that not the leading liberal pulpit in the country to become a, if not the, exemplary Collegium in the development of vocational discernment, to be or become a, if not the, largest university congregation in the country, we shall need you, all of you, you all and all you all, your decisions in ministry, your support, tithing and giving, your presence and leadership. This year, let it be known, Spirit is the word. Our preaching from September to May will focus on this single word, ruach, pneuma, geist, spirit, like a sea breeze attending to us from the coast nearby. And on the first Sundays, as this one here at Marsh, we will focus especially on the particular, nay, unique gifts you bring, the geist, spirit, ruach, pneuma, of Marsh Chapel itself. What makes Marsh, Marsh Chapel? What distinguishing features, what particular gifts call us and keep us together? We are together in a long history, 60 years of gifts to us, from Daniel Marsh in 1949 and Howard Thurman in the 1950s, from Houston Smith in 1962, from Floyd Flake in the mid-1970s, and Robert Cummings Neville just recently, and even to this very week, a discussion guided by our leadership team and brother Larry Whitney on Ferguson and race this past Wednesday. That is, your spirit is one of invitation the past year's spring, one of compassion watching the hurts of others, one of vocation, two eyes making one in sight, and one of aspiration, asking of us all a certain height. Ours is a, an unabashedly uh, liberal spirit here at Marsh Chapel. That is the tradition of Christianity and Protestantism, of Methodism, of Boston, and of Boston University personalism not always a politically liberal congregation or voice. Over the years, you've heard, for example, my speaking about gambling. The Commonwealth of Massachusetts may well need to consider to inquire a little bit about state-supported and engaged uh, gambling. You, You might want, just as a thought, to speak to those who have lived near Atlantic City, or who have lived in Oneida, New York, and can tell you from experience about neighborhoods uh, disheveled, about buildings empty, about a few good jobs and many left behind, about children speaking of left behind, left at home or alone or in the back seat, of those who have enough for a token, a slot, but not enough for health care or dental care. But I digress. We're not always that liberal as you see. Ours is a spirit of compassion, not of permissiveness. Of coherence, not of chaos. Of communication of the gospel in what we say and try to say and how we live and try to live. We are a people committed to learning together in voice and in thought and in shared challenge and hurt and in the traditions that have brought us thus far. Yours is a spirit of inquiry, the good news for this Lord's Day. This past week, our College of Arts and Sciences happily placed a hospitality table in their first floor hallway to guide those who are looking for the proper classroom A passerby heard two speaking, and one saying, over there, these have been hot, humid days, haven't they? Over there, and I had a a class in that room, and it was terrible. I had a class in that room, and it was terrible. So of course the passerby asked, now, which was terrible, the class or the room? And she replied, oh, the room, of course. You know, it's a sign, a very basic sign, that to enter into the spirit of truth, loose in the universe, there needs to be a little bit of query, that is, of inquiry, of question and response. We're learning, growing together. How are we to do so? Well, Matthew teaches us today this beautiful gospel of symphony and pragmatism and church that we might look first at how we talk and how we remember and how we walk together. That is, says Matthew in the very first verse 18, 15, if you have a collision, and as Isaiah Berlin rightly said, life is full of collisions, the job is to soften them. Someone sins against you, go and speak with him, that is, We speak to each other in our presence, not of each other in our absence. We speak to each other in our presence, not of each other in our absence. There is a human dimension to communication. This week I received, maybe you have uh, recently, a triangulated email, fairly common uh, today, not so 15 years ago. Sent from a leader of an institution I don't know, asking for support of a person I do know. More narrowly, from an institution I don't trust, asking for support from a person I do trust. More sharply, from an institution I don't like, asking for support from a person I do like. Here it is, everybody copied. I loathe one and I love the other and what is a minister to do? A steamy response wouldn't fit, singular responses won't work, and then I read, preparing with you, Matthew chapter 18, verse 15, and call me out and call me wrong, but I think the scripture's teaching me. You need to uh, go and uh, talk with her and uh, say this triangulation, my friend, put me in the horns of a dilemma between the... Skilla of supporting an institution I don't know trust like, or hurting an individual I do know trust like. Can we talk together? Can we reason together? Rightly, you will object that will take four hours to untangle a 10-minute email. But you know, Matthew 18, 15 is fairly direct. Go and speak. Your voice is like your fingerprint. It is the most personal thing about you. And to erase it, to leave it behind, is to miss that, oh, that human depth. And Matthew then in verses 17 and 18 gives other suggestions. You can go on and gather a posse and you can go on and speak to the church. But first, will you talk with one another? Second, says Matthew here, you might... He's quoting Deuteronomy 19 in Matthew chapter 18, verse 16. He's not quoting Deuteronomy 4, and he's not quoting Exodus 20. He's not speaking about no other god, no graven image. Do not take the name of the Lord in vain. Remember the Sabbath day, honor father, mother. Not, do not kill, steal, uh, commit adultery, bear false witness, or covet. But it's in the same range. It's that inherited remembrance of what has worked in days past. Take Deuteronomy 19, now Matthew 18, take a couple of others along with you. Our four-year-old granddaughter Sally entered pre-K this week, as so many have done near and far. She'd been to visit, so up the stairs she went, leaving her mom in the dust. Down the hall she went, she found her cubby, She put the backpack in the cubby and her hat on the hook. She crossed the hall. She greeted the teacher. She found a book. She saw the square where she was to sit and began to read as the other children filtered in. Do you know that in New York City this week, the number of children at age four who are afforded universal free Pre-K education has expanded from 20,000 to 54,000 in one season. Sometimes I get a little bit worried that things can't change, or things can't change for the better, or things can't change for the better all that quickly. And then along we come. We're called to remember what got us here, what brought us here. A generation ago, a preacher in Seattle did it memorably, though I think it's forgotten today, saying, everything I ever needed to know I learned in kindergarten. Share everything. Play, work well with others. Don't hit people. If you hurt someone, say, I'm sorry. Flush, take a nap, eat warm cookies and cold milk. When you go out into the world, remember to walk together, watch for traffic, hold hands. See that wondrous cup with the dirt and the plant and the root going down and the blossom coming up. And no one ever able to explain why or how that happens. And that plant and hamsters, and white mice, and all, finally, they all die. And so do we. And so do you. And so do I. And so do we. And that most important word, it's a word of inquiry, he ends his list. You took it from Dick and Jane so long ago in those memorable books. L-O-O-K, look and see. We are able to inquire, not only by the way we talk, but also in the way we remember and hold on, and in the way, too, that we walk together. This passage guides us to learn together in various ways and to walk together as a community of faith. Life is hard enough without a church family to love and a church home to enjoy. We all need the community of meaning, belonging, and empowerment that a community of faith provides, whether you're listening from the radio and afar or present today. This year, find such a community, a church family to love, and a church home to enjoy. For what is the promise of today's Gospel? After all these marvelous philosophical words, and five verses whose verbs are in the aorist, a past tense, punctiliar, now, or the perfect and pluperfect, here comes the conclusion, for wherever two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst of them. It's a continuous, flowing, ever-present present indicative tense of the, the presence of the Lord. Matthew clearly is placing upon the lips of Jesus things that are long gone from uh, Jesus in the lilies of the field and Paul in the day is at hand and Mark some standing here will not see but he does so not falsely but with the conviction that in the community of faith the word of the Lord spoken in the spirit can be uttered and heard, wherever two or three are gathered in his name. There he is also. Here's what I need you to do for me, speaking of talk and remembrance and walk. Every day this year, find a way to enter into an actual human conversation, saying, for instance, will you level with me, or, Can you help me with this? Every week this year, find a way to memorize something meaningful. You can take for next week or next two weeks, we'll visit it again, September 21st, Romans 13. Oh, no one anything except to love one another, for one who loves has fulfilled the law. All the commandments, notice the strange ordering, thou shalt not commit adultery, commit murder, steal, or bear fo- or, or covet, are summed up in this one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to the neighbor, and so it fulfills all the law. Besides, we know what time it is, and that it's time to wake up from sleep. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. So let us put off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light and live honorably as in the day, not in revelry or in drunkenness, not in debauchery or licentiousness, not in quarreling or in jealousy. Put put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to satisfy the desires thereof. Beloved, hear the good news. The wind is the gift of the sea to us. The sea breeze is the gift of the oceans for us. And spirit, Ruach, Numa, Geist, is God's gift to and through you for wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am as well. Amen.
4: Please be seated. The peace of God be always with you. We greet you all warmly and welcome you this September Sunday to our sacred space of Marsh Chapel, a sanctuary amongst a city, a place of peace in times of chaos and stress. We hope that you find a home here no matter where you are on your spiritual journey. This is a place for you to continue that walk. We would love to get to know you better and help you get to know one another better. And a wonderful way of doing that is by filling out your name and contact information in the red books towards the center of your pew. Please pass those along. Marsh Chapel is a living, breathing space with so many things going on, and I'm just gonna highlight a few of them for you now. Directly following our service today will be a barbecue out on the BU beach, this grassy piece of land next to Marsh Chapel. Please join us for great food, beautiful weather today, and good fellowship. Our regular programming starts this week. We have amazing weekly programs and events all the time. Please check them out in the back of your bulletin where they're listed and described and take a look and join the fun. Tonight also begins our Vespers service at 6.30 p.m. in the Robinson Chapel in the lower level of Marsh. This is an intimate service that explores different worship styles and includes communion every week. Our Sunday morning book study group has begun and you are all welcome to join in the discussion. Please see Reverend Jen Quigley or Reverend Liz Douglas to acquire a book. And also we welcome back Jamie Dingus and our children's ministry, which will be starting up next week and we're delighted to have that going again. For other events and information, please visit the Marsh Chapel website at bu.edu chapel where there is also an opportunity for online giving. Now, as we beckon the ushers forward, let us be reminded that it is a joy and a grace to give. As the choir lifts us up in song, might you find yourself being as generous as you are able.
5: We give you thanks, O God, this day for life and work and peace. Now bless these gifts and those who have given them for the work of ministry in this place and around the world. Amen. Jesus said, before you offer your gift, go and be reconciled. As brothers and sisters in God's family, we come together to ask God for forgiveness, saying together, Father, you are always present. Forgive us for not reflecting your faithfulness. Jesus, you are always self-giving. Forgive us for living for ourselves. Holy Spirit, you always lead us forward. Forgive us for holding back. May God Almighty forgive all our sins and keep us walking in love through the Spirit, for Christ's sake. Amen. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, says Jesus, there am I in the midst of them. The peace of the Lord be always with you. you. Let us share with one another a sign of peace. Wise and gracious God, you spread a table before us. Nourish your people with the word of life and the bread of heaven. Amen. The Lord be with you. you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and and praise. Blessed are you, Lord God, our light and our salvation, to be glory and praise forever. From the beginning you have created all things, and all your works echo the silent music of your praise. In the fullness of time you made us in your image the crown of all creation. You give us breath and speech, that with angels and archangels and all the powers of heaven we may find a voice to sing your praise. How wonderful the work of your hands, O God! As a mother tenderly gathers her children, you embraced a people as your own. When they turned away and rebelled, your love remained steadfast. From them you raised up Jesus our Savior, born of Mary, to be the living bread in whom all our hungers are satisfied. He offered his life for sinners, and with a love stronger than death, he opened wide his arms on the cross. On the night before he died, he came to supper with his friends, and taking bread, he gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to them, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. At the end of supper, taking the cup of wine, he gave you thanks and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Great is the mystery of faith. Father, we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. We remember his dying and rising in glory, and we rejoice that he intercedes for us at your right hand. Pour out your Holy Spirit as we bring before you these gifts of your creation. May they be for us the body and blood of your dear Son. As we eat and drink these holy things in your presence, form us in the likeness of Christ, and bring us into a living temple to your glory. Bring us at the last with all the saints to the vision of that eternal splendor for which you have created us, through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, with all who stand before you and earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honor and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen and now with the confidence of children of God we are bold to pray our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us free for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and I shall be healed. Come, for all things are now ready. Let us pray. We thank You, Lord, that You have fed us in this sacrament, united us with Christ, and given us a foretaste of the heavenly banquet prepared for all peoples. Amen.
0: Lord support us all the day long of this troublous life until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes. The busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over and our work is done. Then in thy mercy grant us a safe rest, happy lodging, and peace at the last through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.